Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of the Philly's Hot Stove and uh, as you recall I was on today um, and there's going to be no music in this podcast but I was on earlier today and uh, I just realized that my podcast is really, really wasn't good in my opinion I feel like I didn't really go into detail, I was distracted about something I was texting my friends and I guess why like the, like the last like two minutes of the podcast was just absolutely terrible because like I was just completely distracted so um I'm gonna come back um discuss some things so something interesting happened after I got off not too long um so the interesting thing that happened was um one of my good friends on Instagram what's what I don't know Philly Europe um uh, well one of the good friends I have on Instagram came out to me well, he didn't come out to me, but um, yeah, he kind of did. But he DM'd me and sent me a photo of. Uh, he sent me a photo of um, a uh, picture that said that right. This guy he talks to, I don't know who it is. He sent me a photo of um, yeah, saw, I saw some of the information that uh, that Bryce Harper is going to go. Um, that he got a huge contract offer from the uh, Phillies. And um, this guy, I'm not going to say who it is, but if I don't want someone, God forbid, to hear this and know about this and I don't want to get in trouble. This guy apparently knows what he's talking about. It's an insider. It's very, very close to the situation. He apparently works for one of the MLB clubs. And I trust him. And I know his name. I'm not going to say his name. And uh, the Phillies have offered Bryce Harper north of $300 million. And that was my main concern before, because they've already declined a 10-year $300 million from Washington. But noting that it's north of $300 million is very, 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 very good. Because this means it's more and more likely it's going to happen because it's a larger contract. What if it was a 10-year free 30? It's a deal he'd accept, obviously. I think it's probably what it's going to be. And of course he's going to take the most amount of money. Give him an opt-out after six years. Six years. Give him, a, give him an opt-out after six years. Have all the money, most of the money guaranteed. If you want to release him, like, when, after, like, maybe you could front-load the contract. And if you want to, re- if he sucks, like, the last, like, two years, just release him. Like, who cares? <laughs> I mean, ten years, Bryce Harper, like, could probably almost have close to 500 home runs. If, assuming that he never gets hurt, right? If, if he doesn't have a career-ending injury, which hopefully that doesn't happen. Hoping that he doesn't have a career-ending injury, obviously. Um, but, you know, assuming that he you know stays healthy, he could be on track for 500 more months, possibly even more. This guy's on track for Hall of Fame career. Like, this guy is a great OBP, great player, great player. So I got that information. I got the verify my... Well, Source is pretty reliable. I'm not allowed to tell you what the source is. And I know that may sound kind of sketchy, but I can't really tell you who said it because I just don't want it to come back to me. And like, because it was very, very secret and I was not allowed to tell anyone. I wanted to tell you guys though. Okay? Now, I'm sure you guys are probably thinking of some names right now, but you know, whatever. So, yeah, pretty good. Not much news. Other news came out. I just had to come on and tell you that. And, you know, I mean, everything is basically staying the same. I think it, a gut feeling I have is he signs this week. Um, you know, a lot of stuff, you know, a lot of posturing with the San Diego Padres and 
the laughing stock of baseball, who's been around since 1969 and can't win a World Series championship. And yeah, laughing stock of baseball, same thing about this. So, yeah, they're not going to get Bryce. Uh, you know, San Diego fans are just, they, are, they couldn't even keep their football team, if anyone forgot that. But uh, now, now they think they're going to get Harper, so keep the cheap viewing. Reminds me of the Cardinals fans when they thought they were going to get Bryce. Remember that? That was really, really funny. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, you know, this is breaking point. And, like, my everyone close to me is like, like, you know, maybe we should back off of this and not focus on it so much. Well, we're in February now, and, you know, it's too late. I mean, we're, we've made it this far. Why not just continue it, right? And this is nearing, this is coming to a head. Okay, and you know tomorrow is a Monday. It's Monday, February the fourth, and for those of you who live in Philly, I mean tomorrow's the one year anniversary of of Eagles winning the Super Bowl. Wouldn't it be really, really awesome if he signed along? He's not going to. I think he signs this week. I think he might sign on like Saturday. That's my guess. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, a lot of stuff could happen, and. Um, no, I'm kind of concerned. I'm not really that concerned. I'm a little, I, the only thing I'm concerned is is that like I'm a little concerned about the rotation. Um, the rotation just looked very weak. I mean, you have a very declining Jake Arrieta, who hopefully you can get out of the contract with. You have Nick Pavetta, and listen, I'm expecting a Nick, a Nick Pavetta breakout. Everyone's expecting Nick Pavetta breakout, and stop putting pressure on him. I mean, yes, I mean he he strikes a lot of guys out, and like we stole him from the Papelbon trade. Remember that with Washington in 2015. We stole him from Washington. And imagine if he was Wilma Washington. Imagine. Oh, my gosh. That would be so bad. We stole him from Washington. And listen, I mean, he pitched better than his record in 2018. He pitched better than, than his record said. So I think he could have a pretty good year. Um, Zach Eflin, question mark. Vince Velasquez, question mark. Vince Velasquez can't go deep in the games. He'd be a good bullpen piece. But he can't go, good, he can't go deep in the games. He throws the living crap out of the baseball. He can't go deep into games, and I think he needs to put them in the bullpen. But he's another right-hander. And yes, you have Jared Eikhoff, who's a left-hander, who's very, very valuable. But he's 28 years old. 29, man, maybe now. And what are you going to do with him? He's a question mark. Injury prone. Who else? Um, who else? Um, Jake Arrieta, declining. $25 million a year. Ouch. Dude, that contract is so bad. I keep it's terrible in 2018. Terrible. I'm expecting a lot more out of him. Hopefully we can get out of that contract. Um, that's an epic disaster. Um, you know, Pavetta, I think he could be, but somewhat he's a question mark. What are you going to get out of him? Uh, a little disconcerting. I'm very concerned about the bullpen. Do we have a legit closer? I understand David Robinson's a good He's a good guy, good pitcher. I think we signed into a three-year deal. Talk to me if I'm wrong. Two or three-year deal. I forget. It's been like a month now. I think it's been a month, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really not that impressive. I'm really I'm not been impressed. Why didn't we go out there, Zach Britton? Why didn't we get him? Why didn't we go out and get Andrew Miller? Why did we just set them with so many missed targets? So better, I would love to get Mike Miner. That would be awesome. I would love that. Like, I wasn't, I was absolutely, I was not a fan of that when, like, it first started. But, like, he'd be great in the bullpen. He's a left-hander. Are you really going to rely on Sir Anthony Dominguez to close your games? I understand he's really, really good, but look how bad he was in 2018 when he tried to close the games. Remember the Ryan Zimmerman? 
Remember Pat Neshek? You probably put him as the closer. Anthony Rendon killed you. Remember how many blown games they had against Washington? I'm very, very concerned about that bullpen and their starting rotation. I'm very, very, very concerned. I'm not concerned about the offense. Okay, because I think Cesar Hernandez obviously played with the broken foot in the second half. I think now he could kind of go back to his form that he had in 16 and 17. So I'm not too worried about Cesar. I'm not worried about Reese. Reese needs to turn his 0 for 30s into like 0 to 10s. Oh my gosh. What is going on? Uh oh guys, hold on. Something's going on inside. Some commotion. Oh my god. What the heck was that? I apologize for that guys. I don't know what that was. I hope everything's okay. I don't know if you heard the yelling. I don't know if it was kids playing outside or something, but something that I didn't like that. It's creepy. Anyway, um, as I was saying, I was in a deep discussion about Hoskins. He needs to overturn his, oh yeah, 0 for 10, 0 for 30s and 0 for 10s. And he could go through streaks where he hits like five home runs in one week, and the next week he'll go like 50 million strikeouts. Like, he needs to be more consistent. I think having him back at first base really, really helps. Because you would have been left field where he wasn't comfortable. That Santana contract, oh my God, Santana was so bad. I couldn't stand him. I'm so happy he's gone. Good guy, but it's a horrible baseball player. He did not fit here at all. I will not miss that guy at all. He sucked. Having Hoskins back at first is awesome. He's going to improve our defense. He was terrible in left field. Kicked the ball like it bounced off his glove and hit him in the face. That was an epic disaster with that Santana situation. Oh, God. This gives me a headache just thinking about it. Oh, I hated that. Santana's off the team, thank God. And over at shortstop, you got Gene, 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 the hit machine. Uh, he is going to do great. He's a great average hitter. He's consistent. He led the league in hits two years back. He is very, very consistent. I'm expecting a lot out of him. Great doubles guy. And he's going to a hitter-friendly ballpark. He used to be in Seattle. He was very unhappy with Seattle. Got in a fight with D. Gordon. So a lot of people question his chemistry in the clubhouse. I think that was just a bad chemistry. I think they had a lot of pressure. They had a lot of talent over there, and they couldn't produce. They had Cano, Gordon, Felix... You know, a lot of good players over there, they couldn't produce, and I think it caused tension in the clubhouse and fighting, and, and now he's out of that situation. He had to wave his no-trade calls to come here, and he wants to be here, and I'm very, very excited to have him in that red pin, in red pinstripes. I'm so happy to have Gene, 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 the hit machine, in Philly red pinstripes. So he's going to do great. He led the league in hits in 2016, very, very consistent. I think he could maybe even get better. He's going from a huge ballpark in Seiko Field, with the Mariners, and now he's coming to a later friendly ballpark assistance bag. Maybe we could see him top 20 home runs. Maybe. Possible. All right, third base. You got a huge question mark at third base. Like, what is going to happen at third base? Michael Franco will not be the opening day third baseman. I give it like a 10% chance. So you're going to move Stockis or Machado? At this point, I'd say Moustakis because the Phillies are going to get Bryce. It looks like they're going to get Bryce. So they're going to get Bryce. So it's going to move Moustakis. Now let's say the let's say the Philly sign Bryce and and Mustakis like signs the very next day with the Padres, then Michael Franco will probably be the opening day third baseman. At this point the Phillies look like they're gonna sign Bryce and then they're gonna sign Mustakis. So Mustakis probably and you're gonna get a good stopgap. Sign him with a one year deal and wait for a Rendon or Arenado. 
He's a good stopgap. He could hit 40, 30, 35 home runs for you. Hit 250. Whatever. Solid defense. Better than Michael Franco's defense. He's a, he's a better player than Michael Franco. What do people say? They keep saying, well, he's not better than Michael Franco. He is. Better defensively. And he can hit 35 home runs for you in one year. And then after the one year, he can say goodbye. And he goes, goes to another team. Whatever. So I, I'm, the third base question, the situation is a bit of a question mark, but what are you going to get? So at catching, you got Jorge Alfaro and Andrew Knapp. Oh, Andrew Knapp's a disaster. Jorge Alfaro, he needs to improve his contact. He needs to make more contact with the baseball. He strikes out too much. He needs to be more consistent. He hit like 262. He is going to be a great catcher. He has a, he has a cannon throwing arm, but he needs to be more accurate with that cannon throwing arm. He is amazing behind the plate. He could be one of the best catchers in baseball someday. And obviously Andrew Knapp, not much to say. He got sucks. He's not good at all. Uh, he's a backup, switch hitter, whatever. But I'm very, really excited to see what Jorge Alfaro. Obviously, got him in the Texas Rangers trade with Hole Animals in 2015 with the Jake Deacon thing. So they're going to get um, Jorge Alfaro behind the plate. And that is going to be amazing. I mean, this guy is a cannon throwing on. He needs to be more accurate, and he needs to make more contact with the baseball. And Jorge Alfaro has 40 home, uh, 20 home run potential. We saw it. And obviously, he only hit 10 home runs, I think. But this guy has 20 home run potential. He could be a guy if he could improve his contact, his defenses. You know, he could hit 20 home runs and hit like 280 with elite defense. One of the best catchers in the game. And can we stop with this JT Umito thing? Okay? I'm sorry. JT Umito is a nice catcher. He's, a, he's an all-star catcher. But the, the MLB network and everything makes him out to be some superstar. He's not some superstar. This guy isn't like a Johnny Bench. Like, can we calm down with the JT Umito? Like, my goodness. Like, this is... Like, come on. Come on, guys. Like, this, is, this isn't some transforming must-see TV player like they say he is. And the Phillies fans are freaking out, like, get JT! Like, no, the price we're going to have to pay. Why not save the prospects for a Madison Bumgarner in the, in, the, in the first half of 2018? And the Giants are not going to trade him until that halfway point in 2019. They're going to get so much back for him. And I think the Phillies could probably get him. They could probably decide to do an extension. I would love that idea. Get Madison Bumgarner. He's done it in the postseason. I Take him over Kluber any day of the week. Get Bumgarner. He's a left-hander, done in the postseason. Get him. And the GT Muto, like, save your prospects from as a governor. Who needs GT Muto when you have Jorge Alfaro? Who's going to be maybe even better? And by the way, Sanchez, Gary Sanchez of the New York Yankees, is one good season away from surpassing JT. Okay? He's one good season away. So stop with the GT or Muto, okay? I'm sick of tired of hearing that. And right field... Hopefully, and I think this will happen. We'll get Bryce. We'll move. We'll get Bryce. We'll trade Nick Williams away. So we get Bryce, and you're what you're going to expect out of him. Well, he's coming off a hyperextended knee injury in 2017, so his defense was a little bit hurt by that. So you're going to be getting a little bit better defense out of him in 2019, and he's going to be more consistent. He loves sitting in that ballpark. He has like almost like 14 home runs in that ballpark, um, and he's going to jack. What I mean, if you look at his projected thing, I think he was supposed to hit 44 home runs if he was at Citizen Bank Park. And he's not even at his peak yet. I mean, this guy could go off. He can hit 50, 60. What, is, what are we going to get? I mean, this guy is like, size the limit for this guy. Bryce Harper, I'm so excited for this guy. Like, is going to be amazing. If he can improve his defense, I mean, he could be the best right fielder in baseball. He hasn't even hit his peak yet. I mean, look at his numbers. And that's not even as good as he's going to get. He's going to get better. This is awesome. If you, can get, if you could bring me the 2015 Bryce Harper. Oh, oh. And people keep saying, well, you know, he has struggled, you know. Well, he said he played hurt in 2016. He hit, like, 176. Yes, he played hurt. 
He played hurt. He was hurt. In 2019, he was hurt. He hit like 329 with 29, uh, 319 with 29 runs. He was hurt. Imagine if he didn't get hurt, he'd probably have the 2015 Harper. MVP guy. 2018, hit 220 with 19 and runs in the first half. Very high OBP. He hit like 180 in the month of June. Second half, he comes back 313, 13 runs. OBP high. Bryce is good. Stop with the stop with the Bryce is overrated stuff. I'm sick of tired hearing that. Center field, you got a bit of a question mark. Odubel Rara, if he could return to the six, to the like the 16, 15, 2015, 2016 Odubel Rara, possibly even 2017, he could be one of the best center fielders in baseball. The problem with Odubel Rara is that he got a little home run happy. Okay, he started to try to pull everything to right field and messed up his swing. And it, it, John Crock was talking about it midway through the season and. It really, really messed up a swing and the way things were going. It was a disaster. I think it really, really, really needs to be more disciplined in 2019. Um, he has a lot of potential. He needs to improve his defense a little bit. He's not a bad defender. He needs to return to form. And he needs to stop. I'd rather have him hit 10 home runs and hit 300 than have him hit 22 home runs and hit 250. Okay? So stop being all the home run happy, Odubel. Okay? And you could get traded. I think we're going to trade Nick Williams. But... He could get traded, but Dubal, I think he will return to form. I think he's realized what's going on, and realized he has some pressure on him. So I think he will return to form in 2019. I hope he will, and I think he will. Left field, you have Andrew McCutcheon. Great pickup, great pickup. Obviously, he overpaid a little bit. He overpaid a little bit by like $20 million. He's probably worth like three years, 330. Um, three years, 30 million, rather, sorry. Um, you know, he, he overpaid a little bit, but that's not, it's not a bad pickup. Great guy in the clubhouse. Obviously, there's some clubhouse issues in 2018 with the uh, Latino presence, and uh, there's Latino players, I know, Latino players, and the, you know, so on and forth, you guys get it. Uh, and I think he brings a good view severely to that clubhouse, and he adds a good presence. He's a great presence in a clubhouse, and I think he will really, 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 really help the clubhouse come together. He's been there. You know, obviously, I know he struggled a little bit with the San Francisco Giants last season, but he was born in Pittsburgh, uh, um, Pennsylvania, okay? And when he played with the Pirates, he was awesome. Now, is he the same MVP player he was in 2013? Absolutely not. I understand that. But he's, he's good. He's really, really good. And listen, you know, I don't know if the future holds for, for um, Andrew McCutcheon. You know, he, he, I think he's really going to have a good year. But um, I think having him, I think he, when he went to San Francisco, he was a little uncomfortable. You know, he's away from home, away from Pennsylvania. I think having him, he's really struggled with San Francisco. Having him back, and he has a very low trace, chase rate as well. Having him back in Pennsylvania, where he feels comfortable and where he's on a three-year contract, I think that should make him feel better mentally, and it should make him perform better. And he's an upgrade defensively. I mean, think about the things they've done defensively uh, to help the defense. Moving, trading Santana, moving Hoskins back the first, getting Segura, signing uh, McCutcheon. Hopefully signing Harper. I mean, the defense is really going to be a lot better. And Cesar, he could have a good defensive season. Improving Jorge Alfaro's defense. I mean, this is going to... I mean, we're, we're going to see a much more improved defensive qual club in 2019. That's what I'm expecting, and that's what I think will happen. Now, what are you going to get out of Andrew Hutchins stat-wise? He has a very, very little trace rate. I'm very, very happy about that trace rate. He gets on base a lot. Um, very, he's an on-base machine. Walks all the time. Now, is he, like I said before, is he the same MVP player he was in 2013 with Pittsburgh? Absolutely not. Not anywhere close. But he, he, you know what you're going to get out of Andrew McCutcheon? Um, especially having him in a hitter-friendly ballpark. Obviously, he was at San, uh, San Francisco and New York last year. You know, New York, obviously, is a hitter-friendly ballpark. He was only there for like one month. But um, having him in a hitter-friendly ballpark, 
He could hit like 27 and 25, 27 and ones and hit 270 with solid defense. I think that's a great option. I think he's like the number eight left, left fielder of baseball right now. Great pick up. I love the Andrew McCutcheon pickup. Kutch is going to do great in Philly. So uh, that's pretty much it. You know, I want to kind of run through the roster. I'm expecting a lot out of some players this year, especially Arnola. I didn't really talk much about him. He's great. He's going to only get better. He, we could possibly see him win the Cy Young this year. Great player. He, he is a force out there in the mound. Same with Nick Pavetta. I mean, we could really see this guy get better. He pitched Rick better than his record. He's a dynamo out there on the mound. This guy's a beast. You know, he's very, 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 very tough on the mound. He just has a different look on his face. He's amazing. I just cannot wait, you know, to see what we're going to get out of these guys in 2019. All right, guys, so thank you much for watching. Hopefully, you take it out. Maybe a Dallas Keuchel to rotation to add some versatility. And you could add a Dallas Keuchel. Especially since he's improved the defense. If you had a Dallas Keuchel to the Fran to the team in 2018, disaster. Since he's such a because Dallas Keuchel is a more contact to out type pitcher. He's not a guy who likes to strike guys out a lot. He's a more top contact to out. And having a pretty good defense, having Hoskins back at first, McCutcheon left, Segura short, it's gonna add more. You know, the defense is gonna be a lot better. And you could add like a Dallas Keuchel, a nice left hand rotation. That is good. If you can get him on a cheap contract, do it. Bring him in. It would be better than the Arietta. That Arietta was a disaster. He's declining. Get him off the deal this year. Bring in Arietta. No, was uh, not Arietta. Um, Keigel. Get Arietta out. So uh, let's say, say they sign Crimble, which they're not going to do. Hopefully that happens. Then maybe you could have him. The officer are going to have him as the closer, then Dominguez and Robertson. That would be lights out. Unfortunately, the only thing is he's a right-hander. We need more left-handers. Usually the only left-hander in that bullpen, Jared Eikhoff and Adam Morgan. Eikhoff's injury-prone. Adam Morgan sucks. Really nothing, nothing to it. And that's why he should have went after Britain. That's why we should have went after Zach Britain. Why didn't we do that? We easily could have paid him, let the Yankees paid him. What are you? What's your problem, Matt? What do you? Why didn't you go after Andrew Miller? That was a great deal. I understand Andrew Miller. I kind of struggled in eighteen. He had some knee issues, but come on, just make the move, buddy. I can't tell. And I'm probably forgetting some of the pitchers. Adam Olivino missed out on him. Oh well. No, it's not a well. Get the guy. They gave done nothing, basically nothing, to address the pitching situation this year. And I'm very, very disappointed with with them in that regard. They've done a lot to improve the defense and the offense, obviously with adding Harper and Kutch and Segura. But I'm very, very disappointed with that. Okay. Another thing I want to talk about. I think Matt Weeders would do a great fit here, having him as a backup catcher. He's a good switch hitter, a good veteran presence in the clubhouse. I think he'd be great here. Obviously, he really, really struggled in 2018 with Washington Nationals. But I think having him here on like a one-year deal as the backup, I think would be great. He'd be a guy that Capital would love. I think it would be a great sign. So, guys, thank you so much for watching this podcast. I'm really happy I talked about this because this has really been something on my mind. I'm like, i got to address the, 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 the death chart on the Phillies and the lineup and stuff. I think the lineup going into 2019 will be Hernandez because you have a nice switch hitter at the, at the top. You got Segura, hit machine. You got Harper, power. You got Soskins, who's power. You got McCutcheon hitting fifth. You got um, Moustakas hitting sixth. You got... Uh, um, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting someone. You got... Um, sorry about this, guys. I, I'm really, really sorry. You got um, a double hitting seventh. You got... Maybe you have a double hit sixth. Maybe... I don't know. Vice versa. Um, and then you have Jorge hitting eighth. And then you have the pitcher spot. You know, that is a very, very good lineup. I'm very, very looking. I'm really, really looking forward to this. 
season, guys. You know, we're adding some left-handers to the uh, to the uh, lineup with Mustakas and Harper. Uh, you know, so Machado's not coming here. They went out and got Segura and McCutcheon. So thank you guys so much for watching. I'll see you guys next time. Enjoy the Super Bowl tonight, guys. Uh, see you wins. See you, see you tomorrow. Bye. Thanks for listening.